Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey. And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Kyle. How are you today? Doing fine. How about you? Pretty good. Pretty good. You're looking all fresh and rested and um, well i've had my coffee today remember last uh, week i was uh, yeah i was a little slow last week so i rushed into zeke's and got my (laughs) boost excellent hello to rodney behind the board Uh, we've got um, a very exciting uh, conversation with a, a great guest this morning but first as always we want to thank our sponsors the department of small and local business development and the department of housing and community development It is their grant dollars to us that allows us to produce this show, and uh, it allows us to provide the services and grants that we do to the small businesses in the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street corridor. Um, We've got uh, Fall Fests coming up September 30th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturday, September 30th. Uh, We have some great entertainment lined up, Uh, lots of fantastic vendors, food, Good times. Uh, Mayor Bowser will be joining us uh, for the day, and uh, I believe Councilmember McDuffie is also joining us. Um, but bring the kids out. Lots of good activities. I know, um, uh, Fun It Up will be open for the kids to go in and play. And um, uh, one of our sponsors is um, Eat and Smile Catering, and they will be open uh, with, I believe, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn by saying this, I believe 1-8 Distillery will be there in the, in the, in uh, there with Another fine Ward 5 business. Right. Doing some, doing some tastings. That's exciting to have Eat and Smile because a lot of people may not be very familiar with them unless they're able to get in very quickly. With the bespoke kitchen. Right. Right. So this will be good. Yep. Um, And they'll, uh, I believe they'll have some tastes happening. Um, um, there, Good Food Market is going to be doing some pumpkin decorating. The one of our platinum level, level sponsor, the Minkiti Group, will have their photo booth there, so you ah, can dress up and yes. take festival photos and uh, they bring a, b- a bunch of costumes. Yes, those are fun. I have those on my desk. My pictures. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Um, what else? What else? Uh, well, it's it's going to be a perfect day. I just I just feel it in my bones. The We're weather is going to be it. perfect. Yes, perfect uh, weather. I'm going to speak it into existence. Um, and we've you know it's fall. There's tons of great stuff happening all over the District of Columbia in the fall, and um, so that brings us to our guest for the day. Uh, we're welcoming Keish Rusek from the D.C. State Fair. Hey. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is uh, year two for you to visit and, and talk to us about what you're doing with the fair. All right. Well, coming up on September 24th, from 11 to 8 p.m., we are hosting the 8th Annual Celebration of Culinary, Artistic, and Agricultural Talents of the Residents of the District of Columbia. Wow, that's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> it just means good food, lots of great people, wonderful entertainment, fun for adults and kids alike. Where is it going to be this year? This year, it will be held at the Waterfront Station that's in Southwest, and every year it's in a different place. So this is uh, Southwest's turn to have the fair. So in front of the metro station. Exactly. On 4th and M, exactly. Okay. Southwest. So like that um, 
concrete area. And there's a little bit of grass there. Exactly. It's the grassy spot and the concrete spot. All right. That's a nice (laughs) spot to have it with so much happening on the waterfront. Yep. Super easy metro access. We love that. Very good. Very good. Um, So what all happens at a state fair? So this fair in D.C. is much like the state fairs you'll find in other states. Um, So we'll have a lot of the similar contests. This year, some of the contests include... Uh, best cupcake, best bread, best pie, of course, including best apple, best fruit, non-apple, uh, best savory pie, best crust, and best pie made with homegrown ingredients. So oh, those wow. are all the, just the pie contests. But in addition to that, we have some craft contests like uh, best terrarium, best quilting, best knitting. Um, in the way of g- gardening, we'll have the funkiest-looking vegetable, the heaviest <laughs> vegetable. Some people grow some really heavy things this time of year. So somebody's going to bring in, like, a what, giant two-ton pumpkin on the I flat hope bed. so. I hope so. You've been waiting for this. I have. Okay, I, really I have excited. one question. Yes. Can I be a judge on this eating panel? Let's talk Yeah, offline. I don't know. That sounds good. <laughs> All this food is making me hungry. Wow. <laughs> um, it usually does for me, too. Longest vegetable, best tomato, of course, best compost, because that is an art in and of itself, best bud, best chili, best honey. Everyone wants to be a judge for that. Yes. Best homebrew, of course, best ice cream, jams and jellies. No fair would be complete without that. Best mumbo sauce. Because we are D.C. Absolutely. Yes. Best pickled foods, best pupusa, Mm. because we are D.C. Yes, yes. And uh, new, best wine. Nice. Yes. Like a homemade wine. Exactly. Wow. We have a lot of entrance for that. Um, in the way of live contests, we're actually going to have best hula hoop. That was very popular. You can enter if you're an adult Kyle, or a there child. You go. Kyle, uh, are, are you a hula hooper, Kyle? No. I had no idea. No. Neither no. did he. <laughs> I encourage you to enter that contest. It doesn't take much. And you might surprise yourself. What was it last episode? You, I know. I tried you, to get you to do the dancing. Yeah, and I'm then, like, you know, nobody, yeah. nobody no, needs no, to no, see no. anything You're like that. You're a dancer? No, no. We have a dance contest. Yeah, ah, well, good, good. I'm so happy for you. But. So dancing, hula hooping? Um, new to this year, Double Dutch also. Okay, because we are DC. Yes, exactly. Yes. And Limbo. Ah. Sloppy Joe eating. Oh, I'm down for that. <laughs> Please enter. Watermelon seed spitting. <laughs> Sounds messy. <laughs> It'll be all right. We'll take care of it. We've got tarps. Um, ice cream eating, water balloon tossing, so you think you can dance. Ah, that's Very okay. Popular. There you go. Whisker Wars. This is for uh, adults only, of course. It's uh, the categories break down into best mustache um, and best beard. Okay. I wish I had known about this maybe six months right. ago. I could have worked on that. Worked on that. Got something going. Oh well, yeah. Not yeah. two weeks isn't enough time to, to get it going. <laughs> For the listeners who can't see, he does have a beard. I, yes. No, it's just kind of mainly laziness is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to tell us that. We <laughs> no, had no I, idea. I believe in transparency here. This is just me not wanting to shave today. And very popular last year, so we're having it again this year. Is best tattoo. Okay. Right. Yep. Best mm-hmm. sleeve. Interesting. Uh, best color. Um, and in the way of pets, because this is uh, an inclusive fair. Ah, we, so not only adults and kids, pets our pets also, are welcome. We have contests for best best pet costume, best pet and owner costume, most unidentifiable mutt, mm. owner pet lookalike. Oh. <laughs> so ugly, you're cute. Oh, God. I've seen those dogs. I know <laughs> we you have. have, yes. I thought you were talking about people. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> no, no. That's for the dogs. 50-yard uh, dash, best catcher, best fetcher, best stupid pet trick. 
largest pet, smallest pet? I I think my dog could maybe compete in the category of most unidentifiable. Really? Oh, uh, okay, yeah, great. Yeah. Do All bring right. your dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, this sounds like a lot of um, contests. Yes. How many people have come typically, and uh, how many people are in the contests? Um, so. In the past three years, which is as long as I've been involved with the fair, we had 5,000 people in 2016, uh, even though it was pouring rain that day. Wow. Just, sorry, and then the, sorry, that was two years ago, 2015. And then 20, what year? 2016, we had about uh, 12,000 people show up. Wow. And then this year, we're anticipating and planning for a little more than that. That's terrific. Who knew? And last year, even you had that that good a turnout, and it was blazing it hot. It was blazing hot. We had it in August last year prior to Labor Day, um, just because that's the way the timing worked with this wonderful location that we had in Noma. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, even though it was hot, we, we held it, and people, people came out. And you said people came out when you're in the rain. Yes. So this is rain or shine. This is happening regardless of contest, contests and everything. Yeah, we have t- lots of tents, so do come if, it's, if it rains. Now, do, it do people need to register for the contests? So we do have online registration, so I encourage all all those who are interested in the contest to feel free to do that uh, pre-register, but you don't have to. We are going to accept um entrance to the contest on the day of. So if you have something like a terrarium or a pie or something that you'd really like in the contest, bring it. Very good. Very good. So um, how how does one go about getting to be a judge for these things? What are qualifications like for the homebrew contest? What are the qualifications? <laughs> uh, I hear you, Rodney. Uh, I hear you uh, laughing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> because this, Kyle really wants to be a judge oh, for the homebrew. Well, this is legitimate, right? So we really want the judges to have a lot of background, knowledge, and experience. Kyle does. <laughs> no, in, in the in area drinking that drinking beer. <laughs> right? In and the making area it. area that they uh, are, are interested in being a judge for. So um, if, you, if you are a brewer, if you work for a local brewery, if you have experience um, across a breath of beers, then uh, certainly you should apply to be a judge. And the I mean, I like it. a lot of ty- types types, types of, beer. of beer. Yep, that's mm-hmm. helpful. That's uh, a good start. <laughs> <laughs> that does. So this, these are volunteers that you would take, and I know we're very close to the one for this year. But I mean, every year, I'm sure that you need volunteers, people with specialized. Yes skills absolutely eating drinking so we cleaning what whatever i'm really glad uh, that you brought up volunteers we actually need specialized volunteers for the judging but um, in the way of volunteers we need volunteers without necessarily specialized skills for the day of Mm -hmm. so if you're interested in being a volunteer even for half an hour we welcome you and so please let us know on the website that's dcstatefair.org you can sign up to be a volunteer there it comes with lots of perks um, including a t-shirt and um, a lot of street cred and recognition within the community. <laughs> and this is um, nonprofit. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So uh, DC school kids, high school kids. Absolutely. This is where you can get some community service hours. Yes, absolutely. And we've had lots of DC uh, public school students come out and serve as volunteers, and we have lots of different jobs. So if you're interested in communications or uh, sanitation, or um, if you're very strong and you want to help pitch tents or dismantle <laughs> tents, or if you're a very personable person and want to sit at the welcome tent, we have lots of opportunities for people who have uh, uh, different skill sets. Well, I'll tell you one thing that's different about this fair than other state fairs. It's free. 
Yes, that's correct. I mean, that's pretty impressive because <laughs> state fairs are not free typically. This is true. Actually, I just recently did some research, and the state fair for New York and Texas and Iowa, it costs a lot of money to it go does. to those fairs. I mean, I'm talking double digits money. Right, right. <laughs> um, so, yes, this fair is free, and you don't even need a ticket, but we do have um, – a uh, thing where you can download a ticket if you want um, so that we can have a sense of how many people are coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you do not have to do that. You should just show up. We'd love to see you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was looking at your website, mm. dcstatefair.org, yes. and the State Fair poster. Yes. Uh, guess who made that, Michelle? It was uh, Victory Dance Creative, the, ah, the guest that yes, we had a, um, yes. last last episode. We, it was about two before? episodes ago, yes. Yeah. I went to a studio, actually, and bought the one, the one for Woodridge. Nice. Oh. Yes, bought two of them. But yeah, he did the he did the, the D.C. State Fair poster. That's awesome. Great. That's right. He was a vendor last year selling posters, and we really loved his work, and people loved it at the fair, and um, he's just designed this beautiful poster for us. He's going to be at Fall He's going to be at Fall Fest. Oh, yeah, and, and the great thing is I'm really happy that Fall Fest and DC Fair are on two separate dates, so yep. you don't have to, <laughs> no. you know, you don't have to pick and pick and choose. You, you can go to both. Yep. Absolutely. Go to Fall both. Fest, I will be there. Great. And we will be we at will State be Fair. We will be at State Fair. Thank Absolutely. You. I was even at the one that it rained at. I oh, was, you were there. Was, well, you to remember. be fair, I waited until it stopped raining. But, <laughs> but you still showed up. Thank so. you for coming. <laughs> so do you have any idea of, uh, I know we haven't gotten through this year, but you, you add things every year. Anything you're looking to add on for next year that maybe couldn't? fit into this year just to kind of wet people's appetites uh, some some other entertainers that we really wanted to book we're going to have lots of great entertainment this year um, and we just got so much interest that we we couldn't fit in all of the entertainment that we wanted to so I promise you next year's entertainment will also be the bomb okay so what, (laughs) what can we look forward to for entertainment this year Ah, okay. We'll well. have lots of different kinds of music represented, country music, rap, hip-hop, jazz, classical music. Um, it will be a variety of, of different... For uh, everyone's taste exactly. buds. That sounds terrific. Exactly. Uh, it looks like, um, let's see, I'm looking at the uh, um, main stage event schedule uh, yes. on your website, which is great information. Um, it looks like... Uh, the Sloppy Joe eating contest for adults only starts at 2, so I'll be there at Excellent. 2. Um, I can't wait to see you there. Michelle, for your interest, uh, the Hula Hoop starts uh, at 11 a.m. I don't Woo-hoo! think I said that, but okay. Uh, Double Dutch is at 3.30. Definitely didn't say that. Where's I don't see the I don't, I don't, no pie eating contest. Not pie eating, but... Tasting. We'll have pies. <laughs> they'll be <available>. tasting. <laughs> and so um, there'll be vendors there. I imagine you can buy some food. Absolutely. Some uh, food, candy. drinks. We'll have a beer garden. Mm-hmm. At the beer garden, we'll also have wine. Look, you're going to have an education stage. Yes. The, that is um, one of our wonderful features that I forgot to mention at this moment. Yeah, it's it's going to teach you lots of different things, and it'll be happening simultaneous to the events on the main stage, but so that there's enough for lots of people to do for kids' entertainment, we have an education stage. Michelle, do you remember uh, when we interviewed the team from Knowledge Commons? Oh, yes. Yeah, they were, they're going to be um, uh, running the education stage. That was a while stage. ago. Wow. That's right. Okay. Very yeah. good. Have you ever, I know you've been involved in this for three years. What's the biggest contest or where you've gotten the most people or... Um, the most people have entered the Best Pie Contest. It's mm-hmm. a traditional contest, and people love eating pie. They love um, trying all the different kinds of pie. We have 
so many different categories in that contest that it really draws lots of attention. That's cool. That's very cool. Um, very good. All right. Well, this sounds exciting. Uh, and it's going to be at the Southwest Waterfront. Yes. Southwest Waterfront, 4th and M, Southwest, from 11 to 8 p.m. on Saturday. I'm sorry, Sunday, September 24th. Ah, Sunday. Okay, I'm glad you said that. I don't know why I was thinking Saturday. Me too. Sunday, September 24th. The reason I said Saturday is that we are actually going to have um, some activities happening on Saturday. So if you're around in Southwest at the Waterfront Station, check it out. Ah. Are you going to tell? Can we get a preview of that? There'll be a farmer's market and Ah. a terrarium making contest. Wow, so you're getting prepared for yes, exactly. Sunday. It's like the prelim, the prelim, yes, the prelim contest. contest. We All do right. have prelims, yes. Very nice. good. Now, do you all put information out on your website prior, like throughout, if someone wants to do something for next year? Um, yes, if someone wants to do something for next year, we've got contact information okay. on the website. And we, I highly encourage anyone who has ideas for next year or we will be putting out a call for new board members. If you're interested in joining the board, feel free to reach out. So they don't have to kind of wait until this time next year. They can kind of look forward to no. something in a few months. Please or don't okay. wait. Yes. Right. Please check out that website and reach out. We welcome all ideas and, and all of the community to, uh, to talk to us about how we can make this better for everyone. Um, and that's uh, dcstatefair.org, uh, and I'm assuming you guys have social media as well? Absolutely. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We've got all of our events and uh, postings about agriculture and urban gardening on Facebook, and you can check out who our sponsors are on Facebook and on Instagram. Very cool. Perfect. Very cool. Well, as always, thank you for, for joining us to talk about the State Fair. We're very excited. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Keish. Okay, now it's time to check in with Casey at Good Food Markets. Good morning, Casey. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing okay. Um, it sure is nice out. Um, it's been it's been a whirlwind of a week, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I'm from Florida, and so I've been um, you know keeping in touch with all my family and friends that are still down there because um, I think this is just on everybody's mind right um literal you know, and just, figurative yeah world, i didn't know you were wind. from florida that's mm. tough you don't know anyone from florida no no i said i didn't know you were from florida no uh, i know yeah, lots of I'm people from florida. i've been in this area for just about six years now um i came here right after school um and you know it was i i'd grown up in south florida and i went to school in the panhandle um and this is just you know, we grew up with hurricanes. Like, this was the routine. Um, there were always days off from school in preparation for this kind of thing. You'd stay late if there was a big storm. You know, being being without power for a week, maybe even two, wasn't, wasn't unheard of. Um, but, you know, it would be... If, if that would only be the case if you were in the line of the storm. And literally the entire state was in the path of the storm. Um and there was just nowhere to go. Um, and I actually, you know, I've been involved in some agriculture in Florida, and I still keep tabs on those farms. And it was just really incredible to see people who had just put up, um, you know, hoop houses for some winter production, um, who are now taking down brand new structures in preparation for the storm. And so it's been, I think, on everybody's mind just as far as, you know, 
not just Florida. I mean, it's Texas, it's it's Mexico, it's everything that's happening to to our planet right now. It's just um, something I think a lot of us don't really know how to how to comprehend. Um, but it, as far as how this relates to good food markets, not for me to go on with. Well, lying. it certainly does relate because it does. Yeah. Um, you know, this is Florida and California um, and Mexico is where we get a, a huge bulk of our food during these winter months. You know, this area is not built for four-season growing, and, and there are certainly people who um, are able to grow a good amount of storage crops. Um, you've got your turnips, your beets, your potatoes, things like that. You know, some people are able to grow spinach in, in hoop houses, but a lot of our food is coming from the south. And, you know, especially citrus season in the southeast, that's how Florida's state is an agriculture um, economy. And for these storms to be tearing through the way that they are, you know, with, with Jose right behind, we're not, you know, who even knows what's going to happen with that. Florida's getting hit with hurricanes. California's still going through the drought. When rain finally comes, the ground won't be able to absorb all this water. You're going to have massive mudslides. Like, this is going to affect the price of our food. Um, it's it's happening to our environment, um, and it's going to be really interesting to see what it does overall to our economy um, and and our sustainability. So, you know, everyone's everyone, all the people that I buy from are are keeping a very close eye on the storm. Just. Um, in the immediate sense of distribution networks. So, you know, warehouses have to shut down. Trucks can't make it in and out of certain places. Um, and we feel the effects all the way up here, right, because some of those trucks aren't making it out of Florida. Um, but, you know, the lasting effects of what this means for our food supply, people always talk about food supplies in other countries and what we can do to, to feed millions um, who are unable to grow food. But, you know, we're in an extremely fertile environment where we should, in theory, be able to grow massive quantities of food, and we are finding that we are less and less likely to be able to do that. <laughs> just just um, because of the impact of the weather? Yeah, exactly. Climate you know, change. It's, it's, um, it's going to be hard for people who are trying to get their winter crops in in the south to maybe have anything at all. Yeah. Um, it's funny so, you don't you know, even think it's, about it's one of those things like that. stay tuned kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and even textiles. I mean, when Harvey hit um, Houston, they they had cotton in the fields ready to pick. Mm-hmm. And once you're yeah. in, in that position, because I'm from Texas and grew up with all this, um, once the cotton's ready to pick, it can't get wet like that. Right, it's, it's picked and and so that's a wasted crop. Yeah, and right. it was it was going to be a bumper right crop year. You know, a lot of the farmers there had invested everything that they had into, into this, into this seasonal crop and it's ruined now. So yeah, that's really interesting. I hadn't heard that before, but that's, yeah, just so many agricultural products in our lives that maybe aren't necessarily food. Right. Um, and, and it has waves. So, so what can we, what can we, uh, benefit from at the at good food markets now before. Yeah. I think, you know, if there's anything (laughs) that we do have, control over and ways that we can be responsible consumers and as conscientious as possible. You know, we, we do try and support the local farms as much as we can, right? And um, our partnership with Lancaster Farm Fresh, you know, couldn't be more important now. Um, we're, we're seeing a lot of the, the local Asian pears 
um, the uh, the apples, those are coming in. We have Honeycrisp. That's mm-hmm. a big reveal for us. Everyone waits all year long for the Honeycrisp. Yep. <laughs> I know that if you go to the farmer's markets, you can try every which one. Um, but Honeycrisp is, is by far our best seller every year. Um, but, you know, in our area, we do have people who have a decent um, tree fruit crop right now, um, oh. which we're really fortunate to have. Um, and then we're getting a lot of the butternut squash in. You know, pumpkins will be coming. We're getting ready for that. we got the mums on the way. Um, but, you know, in, in places where we have these true four seasons, we do have the fall stuff coming in, along with pumpkin beers, Yay. of course. Yay. They're on the <laughs> shelf. <laughs> Very good. So remind our listeners where they can find Good Food Markets. Yeah, come find Good Food. Come see us. We're at uh, 2006 Rhode Island Avenue Northeast on 20th and Rhode Island. We're in between um, Global Print and Capoeira. Um, and we are open seven days a week. Um, we moved up our morning hours, so we're open at 9 a.m. on weekdays and 8 a.m. on the weekends. Um, and if you ever have any questions, you can call the store. You can find us online at goodsweetmarkets.com. Um, we're also on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. Thanks, guys. All right. Have thanks, Casey. You too. Bye. So before we wrap up today, um, I want to uh, r- make sure that uh, business owners in the area know that um, the organization here on Rhode Island Avenue called SB Works, um, based out of Five Points Business Center right next to Rita's, um, they are holding a small business financing symposium on Friday, September 22nd from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., uh, it is uh, called Funding Your Dream Small Business Financing Symposium. Um, are you an aspiring new or existing small business owner who needs capital for your business? Join us for an afternoon with funding and financial experts on how to finance your dream. Um, there is a fee to join uh, to attend. It's $25. Um, but that includes a panel of funding and finance experts uh, representing City First Enterprises, uh, Local Initiative Support Corporation, and Industrial Bank. Uh, there's a workshop hosted by accounting and bookkeeping experts on how to get your business loan ready. There is a catered lunch, so there's your $25 right there. Right. Uh, complimentary two-hour one-on-one planning session with funding experts uh, to be scheduled for the following week. Uh, tickets are limited. Um so get over there and register now. Uh, the website is sbworksdc.org, sbworksdc.org. And, again, that workshop is on uh, excuse me, Friday, September 22nd from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the SB Works office, uh, 2316 20, Rhode Island Avenue. Good memory. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Had to work there for a minute. Um, so head on over. Um, really excited about the State Fair. Can't wait to get out there. Um, and uh, we'll hopefully see everybody on September 30th for Fall Fest from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yes, it's a busy month. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And we will see you all next week. Take care. <laughs>